May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I used to be indecisive. Now I'm not so sure. An old joke, but one that often seems so apt. I can't make up my mind, we think. It applies to so many people in so many situations. The person who declares themselves to be a massive football fan, but then says they just support whoever is winning. The well-connected person who is close friends with, well, whoever happens to be useful for their agenda at that moment, and so on. What would you like for dinner? I don't mind. In an episode of Father Ted, the question is asked of one person, would you like biscuit or cake? Well, that's a difficult one to decide. Biscuit, no cake, no biscuit, no cake. We don't want to declare our opinion because it might close down options in future, and so we hedge our bets. I admit for several years I kept quiet regarding whether I felt women could be ordained as priests. By keeping quiet, those around me would normally assume that my views must be the same as theirs. It took a long time to admit to those who are against the ordination of women as priests that actually I was in favour. And of course there have been repercussions to that. Relationships soured slightly, no longer welcome to celebrate Mass in some churches. It is so easy to keep quiet, not to say anything so as to not cause offence, but in the process to inadvertently end up supporting something quite different by our silence. In the first reading today from Joshua, we hear people called to make up their minds. Are they going to serve God or are they not? Are you going to serve God? Are you going to worship God or not? A simple question, a question you might think, but a question many people outside and inside the church grapple with to this day. To phrase it another way, what difference does it make to one's life to be a follower of Jesus? Not just to go to church for an hour or so on a Sunday morning, but to have one's life changed through knowing and following Jesus. How has your life changed since you became a Christian, I wonder? Or has it changed? Because surely, if we follow the summary of the law, love the Lord your God, love your neighbour as yourself, surely that changes our thoughts, our priorities, our decisions, our actions. If we take to heart the message from the first letter of John, God is love, those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them, then likewise, our lives must be changed. There is so much going on in the world. How do we relate to the restrictions caused by the pandemic? 
How do we react to shootings just over the water in Plymouth? Or to everything going on in Afghanistan? Or to the earthquakes in Haiti? Is our response one of, well, I'm okay? Or is it more to quote the far, another Father Ted character, Father Finton Stack? I've had my fun and all, that's all that matters. Is that really our response as Christians to keeping other people safe? Is that our response to acts of terrorism and violence? Is that our response to natural disasters affecting people in other countries? To say, well, I'm okay, so everything else don't really matter too much, it don't affect me. If we have made the decision to truly follow Jesus, then surely that must affect our thoughts and actions, mustn't it? Love God. Love your neighbour. Live in love. Live in God. A response of concentrating only on our own life and concerns in this parish or bailiwick, or even just in our own homes, doesn't really cut it. We must care about other people and then act on that care. Because we are called to reach out in love to other people, just as Jesus has reached out to fallen humanity. This weekend is Pride Weekend, again causing me to ponder inclusion, affirmation and celebration of diversity inside and outside the church. Including people is one thing which surely we should be doing. But to truly love must involve more as we affirm and celebrate who each person is, each unique individual in God's image, known and loved by God. Being a follower of Jesus is hard, very hard at times. It is not a Sunday morning club, nor just a meeting of friends. It is something that must influence every part of our lives. We are fed by Jesus himself in the Eucharist and sent out in service to live in the same way. We are reminded how hard it is to follow Jesus in the Gospel reading, and we hear that some people couldn't cope with it, and so left. Leaving so often seems an option, whether that's because the demands of being a Christian are too high, or because of frustration that the body of Christ doesn't seem to quite live and act in the way it should. But in the end, if we have truly accepted that Jesus is God-made man, if we have committed to follow and worship God in our lives, what choice do we have? As Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you 
are the Holy One of God. We cannot just go. We can't go because we accept and celebrate that Jesus is Lord. And we know we are called to serve him with every part of our being. So let us take that into our lives, living as those who follow Jesus, living as those who love God and neighbour, being those who live in, God, live in love, live in God, and with God living in us. Let us decide afresh to follow Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.